At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Creative Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock, joined by Andrew Barron here. We oh, are I haven't heard that one now. in a while. The, you can the, find me on Twitter. I like it. There you go. Uh, it's, I, I'm in, I must be in autopilot mode today. My my brain is, um, you know, we're, we're here. It's week 17. I've had oh, these yeah. games memorized for, for seven months, and it turns out none of it matters because all my players died uh for for best ball stuff um oh, yeah. you know but, but <laughs> trying to here... plan for that is always hilarious to me like i get it it's like exciting and it's fun to like really and but like thinking that far out it's like come on it's football it's four months later all these guys are gonna be dead but you know yes don't bother me I mean, on that, twitter is all i'll say <laughs> that is that is there. the big problem is is that all these guys are uh are are in fact dead um so look we're here it's week 17 uh, we actually, weirdly enough, you, you'd think for week 17, there'd have to be a bunch of dudes who are questionable or dead. There, it, there's not really that many spots. I mean, we don't know who's going to start at the slot wide receiver for Arizona, which would matter because Dorch is 3,000. Damian Harris could play. McCall Hardman could come back for Kansas City. But, I mean, it hurts. Uh, so we're recording this at 2.06 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. Jalen Hurts apparently practiced today and took all the first team reps that would shake the slate up pretty, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, we're here, you know, we're, we're, we're making it happen, bud. Yeah, it is, you know, it is a bunch of crappy backups and stuff, but we, for the most part, do seem to know what they, who they are going to be any like motivation stuff I need to care about. So motivation this. stuff it, this week, this week there, there's not a ton. I mean, Philadelphia would prefer not to lose this game, but they can, as long as they win one of their next two games, they uh, are good. Uh, the Chiefs would prefer not to lose this game. Um, and in fact, probably would really prefer to, but like they can't, their their path to getting the one seed is pretty thin. Jack's the, I guess the, the Jaguars one is, is probably the most interesting because it doesn't really matter, especially because Tennessee is going to lose on Thursday night. So mm-hmm. there, there, there certainly would be a chance that, you know, ETN comes out at half. We see a lot more of, of, you know, Jamal Agnew and Tim Jones, you know, because that's this just going to be winner of the Jacksonville, Tennessee game is the division winner next week. Right. So doesn't this week doesn't really matter unless Tennessee yes. wins. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, so, so, oh, and Carolina Tampa Bay is basically a playoff game. Miami and new England both have to win. Um, 
the Saints have to win to to keep any hope alive. They they actually might be almost statistically dead. Uh, the the Lions must win. The football team must win. Giants must win. Jets and Seahawks both must win. 49ers would really like to win, but I don't think it matters that much. They're up against Stidham. The Chargers don't have to win, but I think they would prefer to um, for, mm-hmm. for seeding. Well, actually, maybe they wouldn't. Because, well, no. So they actually would like to win out to to potentially avoid playing Kansas City or Cincinnati or Buffalo in the first round. I think they'd like to get the highest seed possible. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask, can they do that? Can they get up to four? Because that was the one... Right. That was the one like there there's and all those top three teams that like that's the team you want to face the least of the like crappy. OK, well, as of team. right now, they are the sixth seed and they are facing the Chargers or the Bengals. But if they're able to get to the fifth seed ahead of Baltimore, then they can play Jacksonville. So I think they would actually really prefer that, obviously, like playing mm-hmm. Cincinnati or Kansas City or Buffalo sounds like a bad time compared to playing the jaguars um don't want it and those three teams would also like the chargers to win out because they're you know like they're a bit stiffer of a matchup than the jaguars and whoever else the yeah pa- but like but the Patriots basically might get in. come on <laughs> basically most of the afc teams are super motivated and the the um the nfc teams it's a little bit less clear um let me let me check the 538 predictor to see so the teams that are officially dead are the Browns, the Rams, the Colts, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Falcons, and the Texans. And the Saints and Steelers are sub 3%. But but everyone else has has a hope and a prayer, basically. And the, yeah, so that's where that's where we're at. All right. How sorry is it that the, you just, you mentioned the Tampa Bay Carolina game being basically a playoff game. Carolina is yeah. awful, and Tampa Bay is Tom Brady and company. I, there's like, yeah, if, if the Buccaneers and win, White have five percent optimal probability. That is the highest. Like, they're they have they're like drawing dead for fantasy, despite being motivated against a crap defense. That's how far they've fallen. Yeah, let me let me check the Saints' path to getting in. So, if the Saints beat Philly this weekend and beat Carolina, they're still only forty three percent. So they're they're super super thin to uh to to get through there. But you know. It is what it is. So starting out at quarterback, I mean, we, we got to We got to discuss the, the, um, the, the week 17 game that's actually going to end up happening the way the drafters wanted it to is, is the bears and the lions indoors, Justin Fields, highest optimal probability, highest raw projection, 7,900. Um, the, the tricky thing with fields is, is it's just much harder to build winning lineups with him because you're not bringing along multiple pass catchers, maybe not even bringing along one pass catcher, like right. Dante Pettis, Byron Pringle, you know, whereas with Goff, very easy with Goff. Goff's, it, Goff, I think, runs. I, I think I noticed this doing projections this week. I have him projected for the fewest percentage of team rushes of any quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. He runs not at all. So we got Swift, who had his highest snap share of the year last year, St. Brown, Shark, Jameson Williams, the freaking Zolster three touchdowns last week, like, and and you can play Komet. I think you can play Dante Pettis, who has like 19 targets the last three weeks or whatever. He's cheap, but um, that's where where are you at on that game? Well, so that that is what I wanted to bring up to you first. It's like the most important thing is Justin Fields is far and he's just blowing everyone else away in optimal probability. It's like knock. This is like Jalen Hurts was two weeks ago because like everyone else 
that has like the 40 point ceiling is not on the slate. There is no Allen Lamar. If Hertz plays, that will really change things. But as of right now, Fields, it's like, good Lord. And he, you know, he's going to be owned. He'll probably be second or third highest quarterback. But like we were saying, it's difficult to build with him. I just, I don't think people realize it's like he's 22% optimal on DraftKings and it's even higher on FanDuel, like 22% optimal. And then Mahomes is second with like nine. So I'm just absolutely jamming him. But yeah, the receivers are bad. The pass catchers are bad. Amon Ross A. Brown might be the most popular wide receiver on the slate too, who is going to be someone that everyone pairs with him. But I feel like I got, like I am, I certainly am going to play a boatload of fields. I have never considered playing a quarterback naked in MME as much as I'm doing right now. Do you want I, to I talk won't, me I won't do that? it. I've been playing Dante. I've been playing Dante Pettis with him. Um, P- Pettis, and, Komet, Pettis and Pettis and Pringle Brent, actually. So Pettis yeah. last two weeks, Pettis scores a touchdown last week, 73%, 80%, 65% of the snaps. The, the issue is their passing game is just so low volume. I, 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 I would right. not be surprised if the bears, Mooney probably had one, but I would not be surprised if the Bears didn't have a hundred yard wide receiver this year, other than Mooney, honestly. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, I remember talking about him a fair bit before, like, I don't know, week eight or nine. And we were like, you know, if he just gets like, he doesn't have a touchdown yet this season, which is almost impossible. And if he just scores one, he's going to end up optimal. And I think he did have a really good game that week, but it was still like 70 yards in the touchdown, which is pretty much the ceiling you're looking at for many of these guys. It could be fine. I mean, Komet did have a couple big games. Fields hung like 44 on the Lions a month and a half ago. And I believe that Komet was uh, relatively prominently involved. I think his two like absolutely, holy crap, top five fantasy games of the season games were against, were with Komet uh, scoring multiple touchdowns. The Bears-Lions 61-point game featured uh, St. Brown going 10 for 119. Komet going four for 74 and two and Darnell Mooney going four for 57. So maybe, maybe fields naked is just the answer. Yeah. I mean, you said commit four for 72 and two is a key part of that, but yeah, I, because if fields is really, really separating himself, he's, I know like that stuff can be wonky obviously, but if he's really, really separating himself, he is probably converting some of those. It's not, he's going to have to pass for at least a touchdown or two. It's not just going to be, he runs for 150 and two, although that's, that's most of the way there. Uh, I just think at like 7,900, it's not, that's not getting you there all on its own. He's still going to have to throw for, I don't know, 150 yards and a touchdown. And someone should be able to eke out value there, but it's, uh, it's definitely difficult. And then the natural pairing partner, if you play him naked, is St. Brown, who's just going to be giga chalk. So I don't really know. I don't really know, but I'm going to play a ton of Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean that that seems fine. Mahomes, I like obviously like the spot, but the motivation stuff is I mean, you know, they're they are playing against Denver who I don't know. I guess maybe you could talk yourself into Denver fires Nathaniel Hackett so they try harder this week, you know, the 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 sure. dead cat bounce with the dead coach. Bounce, you could play yeah. Judy. You could play Judy as a bring back. There should be I think there should be enough value this week that you could sneeze uh squeeze Kelsey in there. Smith Schuster had a down game last week, but Mahomes only completed 16 passes. Like that's not going to be the case all that often. And I mean, you know, look like weird, weird shit happens. The chiefs had to go into overtime to beat the Houston Texans. Like weird things happen in football games. Um, oh, yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes has 
I mean, Mahomes actually has the highest ceiling of any player of any quarterback on the slate too. If you are including mm. his mm. his resurgent rushing ability, I mean, Mahomes is this is the best fantasy rushing season of Mahomes's career. He is up to 321 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. So if you give him a couple points of rushing equity that he you would not have given him in the past. So uh, it is a a little interesting, but what's more interesting to me is Herbert and um and all, I mean also Trevor Lawrence if I thought they cared, but I I think I'm just going to make this rule. I've seen this go against me so many times in sports. It's just like if the motivation is really not that clear, I don't I don't think I can go there. Yeah, don't bother with it. I'm I'm with you. If they don't unless we hear like definitive stuff, it's really not worth speculating on. Because then you're like, okay, a 30% chance of this situation happening or whatever you assign to it, you know, like maybe you're working on this situation. It's still not the nuts situation, right? If you if I could tell you that Justin Fields was 1% owned this weekend, obviously you'd play 100% of him. But like it's, I mean, you know, it's still not the nut uh, outcome. You know, he's not guaranteed to be the guy to do it. Um, so it's a bit of a play whoever you want slate at quarterback, honestly. It's just like, I, I'm more interested in working through that at the wide receiver position because it's just like, okay, fields 22%, Mahomes nine. And then it's like everybody else is four or six, you know, between three and 6% that you would consider. Um, I, I can maybe start dipping my toes into, I haven't played him yet. Bad total still, but Deshaun Watson has been playing a little bit better. Uh, at least according to, you know, I know people and, and running and running ball, a little bit. He's running a little bit, but he's got, for what it's worth, PFF again, whatever, but they clock every play, and I certainly don't, and I appreciate that from them. He has a 55-57 grade in his first two games back, and then a 70 and a 69 in the last two. Last week, obviously, had to play in 13-degree weather. He's been a little better, and Amari Cooper just has so many air yards since he's been back that I think that's a probably a, a bit of run bad on and and Njoku and Joku too, by the way, has been like yep. really, really involved. Like like more so than I think even we anticipated. So I think that is a little bit interesting. I mean, Wentz, uh maybe like I mean, Wentz targeted the crap out of Jahan Dotson. Dotson has actually been smashing. Uh and and the the big yeah. the other big spot is the Jet Seahawks game, because that's basically must win playoff game. Mike Whiteback is huge for those pass catchers a lot uh, like Elijah Moore looks really good. Garrett Wilson, obviously is a smash Corey Davis, I think is a pretty interesting 2% on play. We are probably going to get Tyler Lockett back. I haven't put him back in the projections yet, but sounds like he's got a decent chance to go with that hand injury. I, I could actually see that jet Seahawks game, uh, especially because Walker is playing with this ankle injury. Uh, I, I could see that um, being a pretty good fantasy spot uh and 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 super cost effective like you can do mike white at 5400 with elijah moore with garrett wilson with dk metcalf and still play you know mccaffrey or whoever else you want right i think that's i think that is fair it's still funny when you say mike white being back is huge you're not wrong like the the jets have been much more reliable fantasy players when he's been in there but it's a hilarious statement uh on the surface snap take We've got the number two, the team who's had the number two seed wrapped up for like three months, it feels like, traveling to the below 500 Green Bay Packers. What do you think the spread is in that game? What do you think is favored? Uh, I mean, I know Green I know Green Bay is right. favored because I have our stuff pulled up, but it makes, honestly makes me want to bet the Vikings. I just, 
I mean, I don't Three know. And like, half. like I didn't mean to put you on, obviously, but Justin like, Justin a, Jefferson that's, is just so good, man. And I know the Vikings obviously are massive frauds. You know, like they shouldn't have won that game against Buffalo. There's plenty of others. They've had, you know, they got the. Let's not like in the in the forgetting about the collapse of the Indianapolis Colts. Let's not forget the Vikings were down thirty three to nothing at half to the Indianapolis Colts. Like that's not good. They're uh, definitely a bad team, but it's just it is funny on the surface. Packers have definitely been been playing a little bit better. I mean, I I'm gonna throw Aaron Rodgers into the pool at six k if only if and only if Christian Watson plays, and I think I will make an if Rodgers then Watson rule because that is how that guy gets it done. Yeah. Um, what about Teddy Bridgewater? Can you talk yourself into to, to Teddy two gloves at 5,000 with Tyreek and Waddle? Uh, I mean, the problem is Waddle and Tyreek and Waddle are still pretty expensive. They're still a total below 20. It's made me look dumb a few times, but I'm still probably they, they a both, little bit on They there. both, by the way, have had 20-plus fantasy point games already this season with Teddy. Right. I, I, think, Ty- I, I think Tyreek had a 14-reception game with Teddy. Right. But Tyreek at 8,900, like, I don't think, uh, tw- you know, like, you're going to need a lot more than 20 points to compete with, like, what Jefferson Jefferson has been doing with Amon Ratsay Brown. There's some other guys in pretty good spots. But, yeah, I mean, it's not the craziest thing in the world. The other the other part of that, too, is that the Patriots' defense is likely to be, like, massive chalk. So uh, you can get yourself over there a little bit by, you know, bucking the trend with with Teddy. But, yeah, they're tw- the Patriots are 2,600. You know, pretty good defense that gets – pretty good like that gets very good pressure uh against the team with a 19 point total so jefferson has 97 fantasy points the last three weeks no 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 other players over 65 yeah it's it's uh it's a bit silly the only people on this slate that have more air yards in the last since deshaun watson came back than amari cooper are justin jefferson and Devontae adams who you know rest in peace i guess like there's There's no chance with Stidham, right? There's no even like, oh, this is crazy. Devontae Adams is going to be one percent owned. Or... Not, not for me. I, I, I actually think, I actually think there's an argument that uh, Justin Jefferson is a better play at thirty five percent than Devontae Adams at one percent to be, to, <laughs> to be a hundred. Um, all right, running backs. I mean, that's <laughs> impossible. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, it is running it back. Is. Yeah. I, I stand yeah. by it. So James Conner continues to have the best role in the NFL. Literally doesn't matter who's a quarterback. They just give him the ball 23 times a game and they don't adjust his price at all. Swift, uh, the aforementioned role. I mean, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know. We we've all been Lucy in the football with, with this multiple times, but whatever Saquon like must win spot. Big favorite against Nick Foles. He got 10 targets in the passing game last week, which was the most he'd been used in the passing game in a while. McCaffrey, best running back play of the slate. Jamal Williams also looks good just because of that insane game environment and in total. Aaron Jones, if he plays, he's got that ankle injury that caused him to have limited snaps. He looks really good. Minnesota's defense has been so bad. Ramondre looks pretty good. And then our projections don't know that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars don't care. So I, I really would not play ETN and uh, Mr. Zonovan Knight. Knight actually probably ends up being leverage off of Wilson and Elijah Moore. Here's the thing is that ETN is actually being talked about a lot because he gets that Houston run defense. So I think he'll get played a little bit. And I don't think he's like so, so bad. Um, Cause even if they don't care, it's like, then they just hand it off. 35 times maybe 
But yeah, you're yeah, right. but There's but, also but that he could probably get half, probably so. to Snoop Connor and Jamichael Hasty. Right, right. Um, I think you hit it pretty well. It's like McCaffrey, Connor, Barkley are like the obvious best plays, and then the only real like I don't I don't love running back this slate because those guys are so far chalk but not egregious chalk and they're quite a bit higher optimal probability than the next tiers of dudes but aaron jones good leverage you know home favorite against a fraudulent vikings team it's funny that they're home favorites but still uh and you can even stack aaron jones with aaron Rodgers if you want to he certainly gets some receiving touchdowns as well and then i think the most interesting thing for me and the spot i'm going to be like gambling on the hardest is you mentioned it the Detroit Lions running backs because it's a little like Dallas last week where there people probably aren't going to play a ton of them because the workload split is so difficult and so they're like you know mean projections don't look amazing that'll keep the ownership in check but Detroit is a home favorite with the highest total on the slate by a pretty significant margin or oh they're just barely above the Chiefs but then that they those guys are like such a such a big tier two or tier one above everyone else. Uh, it's a big drop off after those guys. So I think the lions are, are pretty, are, are worthwhile getting quite a bit over on both Swift and Jamal Williams. Kamara, Kamara. I mean, he just like, we, we laugh about the, the Taysom stuff and Kamara has been so tilting, but like his, his role is actually like so good. I mean, he's got, 20 touches he's got 25 touches each of the last two games and they are truly in like they absolutely have to beat philadelphia here uh that's nice i mean teams in the playoffs are gonna absolutely have to beat philadelphia and probably not do it too uh but yeah i know what you're saying there's definitely there's definitely some stuff there uh do you want to can you speculate on the rams uh situation I mean, it's mostly it's just Cam Akers' show now, right? Again, and like the Chargers are a crappy run defense. It's yeah, I, I, not... and 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 the interesting thing is, is I actually don't think Akers coming off of back to back, uh, well, actually two straight games of being the lead back, uh, four of the last five games, he had two touchdowns against Seattle too. I mean, he's actually been really good, and I don't think anyone will play him just because of a general distrust of, I mean, of the Rams. I mean, I think on that three-game slate, Akers was like 15% owned or something. Like, no one even wanted to play him on a three-gamer, so I don't think in this slate people are going to play him either. Yeah, I think that was more in, because I did, I MME'd a bit, and he was in the 30-ish percent range, but you're right. I think people hate him, so they're going down. He burned all the, like, hardcores. And, you know, the Rams have a gross total they're quote on the road, but it's, is that, do they play it at the same stadium? I don't even remember. Cause I, the Chargers were playing at like the, the LAFC stadium for a while or Downey, but I think they, I think they both play at SoFi. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but not a, a yes. significant, it's they, a neutral both, field. I, a quick, quick, quick Google uh, indicates they do share SoFi stadium. Okay. Well, as uh, you know, as an Angelino for several years, I will say some, it's mostly Raiders fans. Some people like the Rams. Fucking everybody hates the Chargers. Everyone so, hates the uh, Chargers. People people in LA hate the Chargers. People in San Diego hate the Chargers. I personally hate the Chargers. Everyone hates the Chargers. Except for football hipsters, I will say, because we've all for years been like, why the Chargers are like the third best team in the AFC and they just missed the playoffs like year after year after year after year. And it's like, you know who's actually like better than Joe Burrow is Justin Herbert. And that's like probably a true statement. But you know, it is more like the uh Whatever. Uh, I just think the Rams 
are fine. Are like it's not that bad of a of a spot for them. And I think Acres is going to be like three percent on. So that's mostly what I'm interested in. Yeah, in there. Yeah, that that works for me. Uh, McKinnon. I mean, McKinnon is getting to the point that he's going to be like thirty. He was thirty five percent owned last week. Yeah, he was also thirty five percent owned in most of my best ball leagues and one hundred percent owned on my best ball teams. None of them made it. Yeah, no we, we hate we hate to see it. We really do. Um, Kenneth Walker seems okay. Tyler Algier uh-huh. seems okay. Uh, I think I think Atlanta. Did I say Atlanta was eliminated? I can't remember. I'm sure they are. I I think maybe they're. I think maybe. I mean, not that. It oh really right, because that division's so bad. Yeah. I think I think maybe the Falcons are drawing. No, the Falcons are completely eliminated. Yeah. Okay. okay. The Falcons are completely eliminated. So at least at least we got that going for us. All right. Wide receiver. Uh, well, wait. One last one. Are the Miami running backs? Did Jeff Wilson get hurt? Is he going to be screwed again? Is it? No, no. They're they're both good to go. They're both good to go. Okay. And eh, not really something you want to Moster, speculate on Moster necessarily. Most got banged but... up. Most got banged up on Saturday and then came back in. Oh, okay. Right. Other way around. I knew somebody got hurt, but like the Patriots are not good, and that this game could easily go the way of Miami being up. And I think with Teddy at the helm over two at the helm, they will be more likely to just be like, here, keep running, keep running. So yeah. So wide receiver. I I am con our our London projection is probably a smidge high based on efficiency, but the mm-hmm. the market share stuff is right. Um he he is absolutely getting flooded with targets uh with Ritter and no Kyle Pitts. His his targets the last three weeks, 12 against Pittsburgh, 11 against New Orleans, nine for 76 last week against Baltimore. He has not scored a touchdown since week eleven. Um, but he is sub 5,000. He looks like a total smash. Keenan Allen. Uh, I mean, he, he, he is really Keenan Allening right now, like uh, yeah. 13 targets every game. Jacoby Myers. I mean, you guys know the deal must win spot. He he gets every slot target, whatever. St. Brown, most owned wide receiver of the slate. Garrett Wilson looks really good. I would not play Christian Kirk. I, I gotta, I gotta mess with our projections here. They're, they're too high on Dante Pettis. This is, this is not right. Uh, it might it might be right market share wise, but not right efficiency wise. Shahid Shahid for the Saints actually is super interesting. He ran more routes and got more targets than Alave two weeks ago. Then Alave decided he didn't want to play in the cold last week, and Shahid led them in routes and targets again. Uh, Dorch, I mean, if Greg Dorch, if he the the issue with Dorch is you just cannot have any confidence that he is going to be the slot guy. Like Cl- Cl- Cliff might just go back to. AJ Green or Robbie Anderson to put Hollywood Brown back in the slot. Right, right. And Dorch is just, I mean, I didn't want to play Dorch when it was Kyler a quarterback. So I don't want to do it when it's Trace McSorley. I will tell you that much. Um, I want to try to look up what the pet, how close we are, if our prop tool has any issues with Pettis, but it looks like we are close. I mean, we're at least close enough that it's not projecting as stars either way because it's not on the page. So. I think we're actually pretty in line with what Vegas has for an over-under on him, uh, if that matters to you, um, which it does, I know, because, you know, attention to detail and your fastidious nature is what makes you good at this job. Uh, so so fastidious of me. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I, I will say no chance do I end up playing him in non-fields lineups because Jahan Dotson yeah. is 4,600. 
Dorch is 3,000, Shahid is 4,000, and Elijah Moore is 3,500. And uh, like subjectively clicking buttons, I like all those guys way better because they're not Dante Pettis. And I don't really want to bring it back. I don't really want to use him as a bring back on Jared Goff teams because like if Pettis is doing anything, then Fields is scoring 40 and get out of here, Jared Goff, you know? Um, that's also subjective, but if Fields has it going with his arms at all, like it's, uh, well, just the one arm, I suppose, but uh, then he's, he's probably kind of be absolutely nuking. Uh, Jefferson's awesome if you can afford him. Uh, he's the highest optimal probability guy it's difficult to fit in but pretty dumb to not at least get 20 percent in there it's just you can't really make or break your week on that because it's so easy for three cheaper guys to do something it's just a lot of them frankly <clears throat> the big alphas are all in considerably worse spots like jefferson's the only guy with like his regular situation going on uh i mean unless you want to call keenan Allen, i would not consider keenan allen in that tier but you know tyreek is missing his quarterback aj brown is missing his quarterback DK Metcalf uh, is playing the toughest defense in football. I mean, Metcalf himself is probably even on that uh, that second tier with Keenan Allen. DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have his quarterback. So all these like $8,500 receivers are in a bad spot, except for Justin Jefferson and except for Amon Rossi Brown, who isn't priced in that spot, uh, but is probably belongs in that spot. And that's why he's going to be the most popular guy by a mile. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't even really, I'm not even really going to fight it on St. Brown. Like I'll, I'll probably play him a bunch and try and get weird in other spots. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, think he's fine. I think it's a more interesting gambit to really get off of him. Honestly, in the contest you play like in MME, I just, it's like, whatever, I'm going to hold my nose and play my 25%, try to match the field there. I think in single entry, he might be like 50% owned though. So I mean, that's depending kind of on that's where depending, it's more. like, yeah, like in the spy and stuff, he probably he probably will be. A couple other guys who are interesting: Romeo Dobbs. If Watson doesn't play again, must win spot for the Packers. He he mm-hmm. really is their only guy with any juice at all. Uh, no no do no disrespect intended to Alan Lazard, um, the Rams guys, Atwell, Jefferson, Powell, whoever. I don't. Know, they're all like three thousand dollars. One of them could do i mean the chargers like whatever uh kendrick Bourne shows up for six 101 last week sending nelson Aguilar to the bench he he is maybe worth a dart throw and then hodge isaiah hodgins and richie james i mean the 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 giants play three wide receivers they never sub them out and they throw to all of them and they don't really throw to ballinger like i do think those dudes are in play uh yeah i was gonna mention slayton too because it does seem like he's kind of left for dead after being chalk last week I don't see yeah. why it's Indianapolis. They're not good. So I, the, the, and the uh, one other take I have to get off is I just, am not going to play any Brandon cooks. I, I think that there will be this, I think Brandon cooks will end up being like 14%, you know, and, and I just, yeah. uh, I'm not totally not with that. Let's see. Is anyone else interesting here? I mean, Justin Jefferson, like smashing this dude in Justin Jefferson is uh the best. Yeah. He's great. Points. It's just, you know, if you're prioritizing him, oh, you're pri- you're going to be prioritizing him. So like you're in your single entry teams or but three max over teams, rather, over McCaffrey you can't play him and McCaffrey together and have a realistic lineup, right? So if Jefferson, if Justin Jefferson projects for eighteen percent of rosters and McCaffrey projects for twenty five percent, it's Jefferson for sure. And that's about what it looks to be. So, yeah, yeah. Gonna have to save it running back. 
I like it. That's kind of that tends to be my week. You got you you want to you want to tell me my weekly like you absolutely shouldn't play Sky Moore thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know who that guy is. This <laughs> dude, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just so annoying, bro. They are so annoying. They lead the NFL in points. They lead the NFL in yards, and the, every wide receiver on the team never gets there for fantasy. Juju does like once every three games. Um, yeah. Kelsey does, it's, but yeah, it's different, so different. dude. I'm just looking at their MBS 800 yards, three touchdowns, or Juju 800 yards, three touchdowns, MBS 600 yards, two touchdowns, Hardman 300 yards, four touchdowns. Noah Gray. I mean, this is so annoying. It's just, right. but Mahomes is is leading the NFL in every category. It's so obnoxious. And um, Hardman was about. It looked like he was getting into it when he before he got hurt. You know, he really was starting to open up that role. Uh, he had yeah, a few, it, it like, seemed like he was gonna... trustworthy games in a row and it was like oh let's and then he gets hurt so it's yes. it's a little funny I mean you were just saying this with Kendrick Bourne coming in and I was gonna make the you could say this about the Chiefs too I was gonna make a joke about how you know the Patriots were always back in the you know early days of this it was like oh the Patriots are just the one team you can't figure out running back at so like why even bother and now every team does that the Patriots are just kind of like, hold my beer. We're going to do it at wide receiver now. And the Chiefs do that too, it seems like. Um, it makes sense, like especially for if you think about a team like KC that relies so much on trying to get these deep balls and having these like crazy fast receivers, why not rotate them in and out? It's probably, it's hard to run down the, sprint down the field and sprint back on a bunch of plays in a row. So the more you can rotate those guys, probably the better it is. That's a big part of why the Eagles uh, defensive line has been so incredible for the last like I don't know eight years or something is they've always got like eight dudes in their you know and they're on their defensive line that they're rotating in and out and Fletcher Cox is absolutely awesome but he also can be even more awesome when he's playing sixty percent of the snaps instead of like eighty or whatever he'd play uh, on a different team so yeah all Oops. right tight end we got three dudes coming in as values one of them is unplayable. Uh, so we got Komet, we got Kelsey, and then we got Ingram. I mean, honestly, maybe you do just play Ingram and just or just you're like, really whatever. starting to. I'm like, I'm gonna play some Jaguar stacks now. Like the way you're just completely dismissing them, we don't. Well, it's you just, know, like it's I, because, I appreciate it, but it's because you might only get two quarters of them, right? I, I mean, right. I don't know. I, it's just it, you're your right, own advice just, was to not speculate on this, like. 20 minutes ago it's just <laughs> so, so it's so it's just completely unknowable is the thing and right. there are other spots that are knowable like if they were playing any team but the texans if this was if they were playing the titans if it just so happened that the, the things got flip-flopped and the jaguars are playing the titans or the texans this week or the jaguars were playing the titans this week and the texans were playing the titans like it you know we wouldn't have to care about any right. of this shit but I don't think anyone's going to play them at all. And I think the Texans are like the worst defense in football. And, you know, why not? <laughs> like it's Trevor Lawrence has had some absolutely monster games lately. I will say not enough to get any of my stupid best ball teams through when Jalen Hurts was hurt in all of them. Um, but I continue to digress. Yeah, Engr I mean, you're right. I mean, Engram in a vacuum is gross, but. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a few. I won't play. I will make sure I get a rule in so that I don't allow Ingram as a one-off. Like it's got to be part of a game stack, you know, at least with some Houston trash or or whatnot. But Kelsey smash, hard to get in there, hard to prioritize. I don't really bet. Like DFS was rugged last week too, because I I remember specifically now that I'm saying this Kelsey thing. I'm like, ah, oh, his ceiling, you know, like 
like freaking Dalton Schultz and TJ Hawkinson are the next most known guys. Like, and they're almost 5K. Like, they can't match that ceiling. And then Hawkinson, you know, puts up a almost a 40 ball again. So uh that wasn't pretty. Yeah. I like Komet. No. I think Komet is my favorite guy to stack with Fields. I like it less as a one-off because I do think he could sniff eight, ten percent owned. So it's really I, like I completely on agree. fields doing it for me. Yeah. So like it might be don't play him unless it's with fields or at least golf. If if Hunter Henry doesn't play, I actually think Janu is playable. Um, mm-hmm. He's really cheap. He, he will probably not come off the field. Honestly, Hawkinson. I mean, he he has shown us ceiling. Like oh, yeah. he like he he looks pretty good. Aikens continues to run a bunch of routes. Kittle and Kittle is actually super interesting because. He has really been the biggest beneficiary of Debo being out and not McCaffrey and not Ayuk, kind of the way you thought it would be. And also, he just is like, Kittle has never got it done on crazy volume. He's always just been like his big games have always been efficiency. So he never really projects that well from like a median, but he is um, like, I don't know, he's fucking superhero. Like he just is a huge, big, fast guy best tight end in football and this has been true of all 49ers in the entire shanahan era like even the shout out you remember nam saying he's a good buddy of mine he won a million dollars on tevin coleman one time you know like like the the DraftKings millionaire maker it was not like a single entry thing uh that guy was two percent owned and i don't know just like he was one of those running back whack-a-mole things like let's get over this it worked out so um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Kittle's actually a pretty, is a, is a strong play for sure. And he's been, had several really good games in a row. So I think that's fine. Did Dallas Goddard get all the love? I mean, it was the Devonta Smith show. Dallas Goddard was not locked onto the, by G Minshew the way that people expected. 94% of the snaps, three targets, three receptions, 67 yards. Like no, no real, no real role change. Just it, it happened to be D Smith. So you could, uh, you could, I, I think Goddard. Goddard seems pretty interesting. Bellinger continues to play too, every yeah. single snap. Trey McBride continues to play a ton. He just is so bad, but I, I don't know, maybe four for 50 at that salary. Uh, Greg Dulcich is questionable with a hamstring injury. So, you know, what if, what if Alberto Kuibunum is who you need in, uh, in week 17, you know, uh, uh, that would be funny. Could say. That would definitely yeah. be funny. Waller like is forty three hundred. Like I just I don't think so. But like he's he's if cheap he enough. Was, it's not like you're was, paying the eighty five hundred for uh, Adams. Yeah, but he has played forty nine percent and forty percent of the snaps since coming back. I I if he was like forty two hundred, I would be more into it. Um, looking at the, and they're throwing uh, in the towel. They don't have their picks, so I don't know entirely. You know, like they they. It's not like they're just gonna tank, but. It's well, they're going with Jarrett, they're going with Jarrett Stidham, so they're they are effectively doing that. Um, 49ers defense against Stidham, Patriots defense against Teddy. I mean, these are these defenses are just going to get piled on. So, uh, if you like the Panthers defense against Tampa Tom, if you like the Packers defense, if you like the Falcons defense against McSorley slash Colt, the Jets defense, there are just a lot of good defensive plays, but those two that I mentioned, the 49ers and the Patriots are going to be completely jammed on. Yeah, they are. I'm hoping like maybe a little more value opens up that I'm interested in as far as running back goes, because there's a lot of team, there's a lot of defenses on DraftKings that are really strong plays, but they're, they are a thousand dollars more than the Patriots and 49ers. 
And when it comes to defense, it doesn't really matter what they cost, kind of, because it's like, well, if a team scores 25, it's like you wanted to have them. And most teams are going to score six. So you're not really worried about it one way or another. But if I can find teams that I'm comfortable with, with can you know the Chiefs, the Giants, the Chargers, I think those are all very strong defense plays. It's just it's it's tricky to fit the them in to spend that money and sal to spend that salary. And you know, you're probably you're not gonna do that in a single entry or three max kind of thing. But in MME, I'm gonna force myself to get over on all those teams because they're just they're gonna be three, four, five percent owned, and they're they do have more than a three, four, five percent chance of of uh just absolutely blowing it up and being a being a must-own play. Yeah. And yep. incredible leverage on that. You know, yes, the 49ers and Patriots are just gonna be gonna be bonkers. I actually like the Buccaneers defense. Uh and and I mean if you look, if you could talk yourself into playing the thirty five hundred dollar Dolphins defense, we we love to see that. Um yeah. Bucks actually I think is a little bit interesting because yeah, right, they're not expensive and they still are even though they haven't been as good, they still are a bit of the pass funnel where like they shut down the run. And the reason the Panthers offense has been okay lately is they've been running the ball all over the place. Like if Tampa shuts that down and says, please, Sam Darnold, throw on us 42 times. That is, uh, that is delightful. Yeah. Yeah. I I am um, with that. Uh, favorite, favorite rule. Well, I don't know. I really don't know, man. Like it's, it's the, I mean, it's the fields thing. I have to get over that. I will probably, maybe my favorite rule is no Comet or Pettis unless, unless fields. No, yeah, yeah. That seems good. I think, um, I don't know. It's like the, the Mahomes stuff. I do think I would force in one of these donkey boys, whether it be Juju, whether it be MBS, whether it be Watson, whether it be Tony, whether it be Hardman, whether it be Sky, whoever, I just, I think it's so yeah, hard. Yeah, we talk Tony. What was his role up to last week? It was it was better, but not great, right? He played he played a little he played a little bit more last week. He got up to 16 snaps, 30%, two targets, one reception, eight yards. I mean, it is kind of crazy though. If you go back and look at the game, uh if you go back and look at the Jacksonville game, which was like the first like quote unquote healthy game, he played 44% of the snaps, he got five targets. Um, he, I mean, he played more snaps than Ju I think Juju got hurt in that game. That's what mm -hmm. happened is that was the game Juju got concussed. Um, right. and so he played more snaps than sky and Juju. Now Watson still out snapped him, but what's happening now is MBS is starting to lose snaps because he's so empty calories. Like Watson yeah. is playing ahead of him too. It's just, it's a mess. I really hope it's different for the chiefs next year. I hope they, Trade for a great wide receiver, draft a great wide receiver, do something, because I can't do another year of this. Well, the problem is their best guys are all, like, better in the slot. Like, Juju's almost exclusively a slot receiver. And then Hardman plays in the in the Reek role, which Reek was best doing that in the slot. Hardman plays more in the slot. Like, they don't have a lot of outside help, and it's MVS. Honestly, on paper, like, going into the season, it's like, listen, that guy's a good deep threat field stretcher, whatever. He's going to be a decoy. Maybe it's worked for the offense, because they're still putting up a lot of points. He sucks for fantasy, but like, I don't know, I guess that's working for him. But like MBS and Justin Watson are the windsprint guys on the outside and it doesn't really help you very much. So sounds figure that out. Sounds like, um, sounds like Hardman's not going to be back. He's it's Thursday. He's not been back at practice yet. I don't really know what they're waiting for, but, um, it's not, it's not there yet. Uh, all right, all right man, let's get out of here. Uh, everyone happy new year. Good luck. Hope you begin 
your uh your 2023 with a million dollars we we wish you luck in your best ball sweats and we'll uh we'll see y'all then it's time to take your career to the next level with over 150 graduate degree programs the catholic university of america located in washington dc provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person mind body and spirit whether your professional calling is in engineering nursing social work or any of our other exceptional degree programs encounter the best of everything that catholic university has to offer and discover the best in yourself learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash grad admissions the legends are true overwhelming power the sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.